You know, when you think of great writers, I am sure a few come to mind. Now, whatever genre you favor, more than likely you can rattle off a few that have the ability to transport you to faraway places of intrigue and fascination. Now, for me, I truly enjoy a good scary story or a good science fiction read because it's fascinating to me how some writers can create endless worlds populated with the most unique and odd characters from nothing more than just a random idea. Now, in this episode, we're going to take a look at one such author. He is considered by most to be one of the most prolific authors of his day, Mr. Edgar Allan Poe. Distinctly I remember, it was in the bleak December, and each separate dying ember brought its ghost upon the floor. Eagerly I wished the morrow, vainly I had sought to borrow from my book's secrease of sorrow, sorrow for the lost Lenore. Edgar Allan Poe had a way with words, I mean, no doubt about it. Every time I read The Raven from which this is taken... I imagine a sorrowful man on a cold winter's night alone in his despair, you know, trying to lose himself in his books that keep his mind from remembering the lost love of his life, Lenore. Written in 1845, The Raven was wildly successful at the time, and quite possibly one of his most successful poems of all. Now, usually around Halloween, the poem gets removed from the history shelves and dusted off and revisited, because it paints a dark, mournful atmosphere with elements of the macabre in every verse. And it's all to the delight of those hungry to be frightened during the season of Witches and Goblins. Edgar Allan Poe was born in Boston on January 19, 1809, to David and Elizabeth Poe, and it would prove not to be the happiest of childhoods early on. You see, his father left him and his mother, and in the year after his father's departure, his mother would pass away, leaving the young Poe an orphan. Now, John and Francis Allen took the young lad into their family, and although he spent the better part of childhood and young adult life with the Allens, he was never officially adopted by them but they did give him the official name of Edgar Allan Poe. And over the years, a wedge would be driven into the relationship of Edgar and John. Now, this was mainly due to gambling debts that Edgar had amassed while in boarding school in Virginia. And Edgar stated that he could not pay for books, boarding, and other school needs because his stepfather would not send the money for him to do so. But the reality was that he sent the money needed, but because of the... Edgar used the money for gambling purposes. He couldn't pay his way, and he eventually dropped out and did not return home. He went to Boston in the year of 1827. Now, striking out on his own, it proved to be that working odd jobs in Boston was a difficult task for Poe, so much so that he joined the military just to be able to support himself. Now, during the first year of military service, he released a book of poetry titled Tamerlane and other poems. And of course, the book garnered very little attention, not to mention no success. Now, eventually, he would want a release from the military, and in trying to attain a discharge so that he could attend West Point, he was made to reconcile with his estranged stepfather. And after his release from the military, he released another book, Al Aruf, Tamerlane and Minor Poems, in 1829. Now, during this time, he briefly took up residence with his widowed Aunt Maria Clem and her daughter, 
Virginia Eliza Clem, which was his first cousin. Poe left West Point in 1831 by his own doing. He purposely sought a court-martial as his ticket out, and in the end, he was granted the fruits of his endeavor. Now, being dismissed from West Point, he made his way back to Baltimore, and he took up residence again with his aunt. Now, during this time, his brother Henry fell ill of health, and this was brought on by alcoholism. And in 1831, his brother died in the month of August. Now, after all this, Poe continued to seek a career as a writer and was known as one of the first writers to try to make a a living from doing just this alone. Of course, this was not without struggles and trials, you know, often going hungry and having to beg for the monies owed to him for the stories and poems that he had written and submitted to the publications. You see, at the time, publishers took advantage of the lax and non-existent copyright laws. They would steal writings of English authors for their publications and pushing back payments to authors that had been printed in American publications. Now, along the way, he did meet some influential people that helped him gain more attention for his writings. And with that, it brought opportunities of being able to work for periodical publishers at the time. Now, these positions came and went, mostly went due to what was speculated as an ever-increasing problem with alcoholism. You see, Poe would show up drunk on the job or miss appointments altogether, thus creating the need to remove him from positions that could have been lucrative in the sense of being able to make a decent living at the time. In the year 1835, Poe was granted a license to marry the love of his life, none other than his first cousin, Virginia Clem. And in 1836, they were married at their boarding house residence. Now, a witness was needed at the ceremony to bear the claim of Virginia's age. The witness stated she was indeed 21 and able to legally marry Poe. The problem was this. At the time of their marriage, Poe was 26 and Virginia was only 13. Now, despite their age difference, Poe and Virginia remained married for 11 years until her untimely death from tuberculosis, or as it was called at the time, consumption. Now, Virginia died January 30th, 1847. And after her death, Poe had apparently become mentally unstable. Erratic behavior coupled with a growing drinking problem created problem with future relationships. And finding himself alone and lost without his love, Virginia, he tried to make other relationships work, but he found those useless, a wasted endeavor. And he did return to his childhood sweetheart, Sarah Royster. But because of his drinking and erratic behavior, that didn't last long either. Now, October 7th, 1849, Edgar Allan Poe would take his very last breath. You see, he was found four days earlier, mostly delirious and out of his mind. He was wearing ill-fitting clothing that, what some have said, belonged to someone else. And hospitalized, he came in and out of consciousness, babbling incoherently and then passing back into unconsciousness. Now, what exactly happened to bring him to this point, and because no death certificate can be found, the cause of his death remains a mystery to this very day. Though no one knows for sure the cause of death, there are some rumored ones that have been circulated over the years. The first one is beating, or epilepsy, uh, heart disease, toxic disorder, hypoglycemia, diabetes, um, delirium tremens, rabies, another heart disease, murder, epilepsy, and carbon monoxide poison. Now, these these float around, and really no one knows for sure, because at the time there was no death certificate. There was no uh, documentation of what he actually died from. 
I think it's funny in an ironic kind of way that Edgar Allan Poe is considered the inventor of the modern-day detective story. And to this very day, his death remains one of the greatest mysteries of all time. You know, Poe lived a short and troubled life filled with loss, grief, and trouble, it seems, at every turn. And it's an odd turn of events, really. I mean, if you think about it, as much as he struggled with wanting to write for a living, he didn't really gain popularity and notoriety that he enjoys posthumously today. But in his death, his writings have been poured over time and again, and people have marveled at the depth of despair and ghostly imagery found within his words. To quoteth the raven, nevermore. Hey, thank you for coming by today to the Bearded Guy podcast. I do appreciate it. You know, I hope you guys are well and safe in your world. No matter where you are, no matter what's going on, The 2020 has been just a, a rough year for everyone. But, you know, for everyone within listening range, I, I do hope that you are safe and well, and I hope all is good with you and your family. But I do appreciate you coming by, hanging out with me for a few minutes, talking about Edgar Allan Poe. I love his work. You know, I've, I've read his poems and stories, and they always fascinate me because they're so dark and so deep. And sometimes they get a little bit heady, but that's okay. It, it gives you an excuse to read them again and try to find a little nugget of something that you missed before. So I do appreciate you coming by and hanging out with me. Hey, check us out on on YouTube, I'm starting to take the, the podcast episodes into video format, and the the YouTube channel is The Bearded Guy Podcast. You can find it there. Just type in The Bearded Guy Podcast. I will be posting video podcast content as I go along. It's a new channel. So, again, just kind of testing the waters with it to see what kind of feedback I get from it. And I'd love to have you come by there or check me out on Instagram. I'm actually doing IGTV now, um, The Bearded Guy Podcast as well. Imagine that. The same name for all of the different platforms. Who would have thunk it? But I do appreciate you coming by. I, I appreciate my listening audience. Thank you for the time you spend when you could have been doing anything else in this crazy wide world we live in. So thank you for coming by. As always, I hope you have a great day, a better day tomorrow, and a wonderful week ahead of you. And before I sign off today with leaving you until next time, it is the Bearded Guy Podcast, I'd like to to leave you with one of Edgar Allan Poe's short poems titled Alone. From childhood's hour I have not been as others were, I have not seen as others saw. I could not bring my passion from a common spring. From the same source I have not taken, my sorrow I could not awaken, my heart to joy at the same tone, and all I loved, I loved alone. Then, in my childhood, in the dawn of a most stormy life, was drawn from every depth of good, and ill the mystery which binds me still from the torrent or the fountain, from the red cliff of the mountain, from the sun that round me rolled, it is the autumn tint of gold, from the lightning in the sky as it passed me flying by, from the thunder and the storm and the cloud that took the form, when the rest of heaven was blue, of a demon in my view. Thanks for joining me today. Hope you have a great day, a better week tomorrow, and a wonderful week ahead of you. And until next time, it is the Bearded Guy Podcast.